You're listening to the Triple P Parenting Podcast from 612 ABC Brisbane. For more information, visit abc.net.au slash Brisbane. One of my producers actually asked me before, Steve, when did you start giving your daughter pocket money? Uh, and I said, well, she's four. I haven't given her any pocket money yet, and I don't intend to for quite some time. Because apparently a lot of listeners have said, well, around the age of four. Now, I made the point to... Uh, to uh, my producer that I said, look, her father has only just learned how to handle money. Why would I give it to a four-year-old? But it's apparently it's one of those questions that uh, is, is difficult for parents. What age do you start uh, you know, giving your children pocket money and what age do they start getting curious about it? How do you teach them sound financial habits? Well, Dr. Alina Moraska from the Triple P Parenting Program is here, Positive Parenting. Alina, I'm of um, uh, no fixed mind about when to start giving my daughter pocket money four's too young although she's learning as we you know buy things anyhow is there a recommended age not really which is probably of mixed minds it doesn't um, you know a lot of people start around sort of the four a lot of people don't start till five or six or later um, there's no particular recommended age it's really more about looking for the signs when your child is interested in in money when they have some concept of what money is that you buy things with money uh, that money's gone when you spend it mm-hmm. um, at that point in time, it's, it might be a good idea to start introducing pocket money. Before that, they're probably unlikely to, to really understand what it's about. I want my daughter to learn about the thing called work, first of all, you mm-hmm. know, making your bed, cleaning your room, putting the dishes in the sink, you know, not leaving it to the parents all the time. Mm-hmm. In my mind, that's almost more important. <laughs> yeah, and look, and that's, a, that's a, I guess, another issue altogether in some ways. Uh, you know, a lot of parents do link pocket money with chores around the house, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Some families view it as a, as a definite no-no in the sense that it interferes with their child's notion about what responsibilities in the family are. Okay. Um, you know, in the sense that everybody was a member of the family and contributes to the family and they don't necessarily earn money for that. <laughs> yes. So it, it's, not, it's certainly not the case that chores or tasks that the child has to do around the house have to be linked to pocket money. Pocket money can be independent of those and those sorts of chores and tasks that they need to do can be encouraged in other ways. So you look for signs that they're interested in it. They're wanting to know what this money thing is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, they might, they might be asking you questions, they might be looking at, at coins or, or notes, um, they might be sort of asking for, you know, for money or for tuck shop money or something like that when they're getting to, to school, those sorts of things. Those would be signs that the child is, is interested and is ready to learn about it. Our daughter's very good at picking up money and putting it in her silver piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Is that a sign? <laughs> or does she like collecting shiny things? <laughs> Possibly she just likes collecting shiny things. But it's certainly a good idea also to teach children not just to uh, get pocket money, but what to do with that pocket money. Um, so putting it into a piggy bank or a savings account, or at least part of it, is certainly a good way to teach children a very important skill. Yeah, I don't want her to do anything with it. I just wanted to save it. <laughs> yes. Now, should a child... Um, what's the word, have an understanding of family finances? Should they learn, look, I'm sorry, darling, I can't buy you that because I can't afford it. I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tricky thing because it, does, it depends a little bit on the age of the child. 
Um, it is certainly a good idea to make sure that when your child leaves home, they've had some responsibility for money. They know what money is about, how to save money, how to earn money and so forth. Um, when they're younger, obviously, it is important that children aren't exposed to too much about parents' concerns about finances. And, you know, lots of parents are worried about money. Money's sometimes tight. Um, it's important that children aren't exposed to that kind of anxiety when they're not prepared to handle it. But it's certainly okay for a parent to say, look, we can't um, afford that particular toy or that particular activity now. Because that's the one that comes up a lot, isn't it? Their friend at uh, preschool has has a toy uh, or they've seen one, they've heard of one, they can't get it because I'm sorry, I can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good opportunity then to try to teach the child about earning money and saving money. You know, so rather than saying, well, too bad, we can't get it, we can't afford it. It's thinking with the child, well, what's a plan that we could put in place? What's a goal for saving up the money to get whatever that toy or activity might be? My guest is Dr. Alina Moraska from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program. This is 612 ABC Brisbane and ABC Digital Radio. Um, how much at what age should you start giving them money? Mm-hmm. What do you think? How much at what age... <laughs> I'm thinking maybe another year or so for mine, you know, maybe around five-ish, maybe six-ish, I'm not quite sure. You know, wait till first year of school, let her feel a bit of the pressure of, you know, other kids having money and her not, and then we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. How much and at what age? <laughs> well, the how much um, is a bit like the what age. There's no sort of set um, mm. limit on that. And the important thing is to try to avoid comparisons between children because children Why? will compare. Okay. You know, some, ch- some child will get more, some child will get less, some child will get none at all. So rather than focusing on what other children are getting, it's more important for the child to focus on what they're getting, how they can use it, how they can save it, what the goals are in relation to, to that money. Um, you know, for a young child... So the goal lesson is the important lesson, what, not what you've got now, but where you're trying to go with it. Yeah, yeah, and, and trying to teach the child about what to do with that money in an effective way. So, it, you know, sometimes it's about allowing them to make some mistakes if they want to spend all their money um, on, a, you know, getting a fake tattoo or something like that when they've been saving up some, for something a little bit more important. Well, that's a lesson that they have to learn that they then have to wait for longer for that special toy. Um, obviously, it's about limiting certain things. So parents, it doesn't mean that if if the child has pocket money, they can get everything that they, mm. that they want. Um, if, you, if you don't want your child to use that money to buy lollies or, those, or um, junk food or those sorts of things, that's okay. It's okay to put limits around that. Um, okay. But it's thinking about not so much about how much, but how that money is going to be used and what lesson the child is learning in relation to that. I was having a conversation with one of the other ABC people today about a, a daughter she's having some, some issues with, much older. Uh, should a teenager um, with a part-time job expected to be responsible for their own wardrobe, their own clothes, even paying board? You know, they've just got to their sort of their first sort of job. It's maybe part-time. doesn't even bring in a great deal of money. It doesn't really give them where they want to go. Mm-hmm. But it really is that first biting point of where work meets, you know, where employment meets income. Yeah. Um, and should you start saying, okay, well, now's the time. You've got to start paying for your own clothes and you've got to start paying board. Uh, it, it, how does that go? Yeah, it's a tricky question for a lot of parents. At what point do you say, 
you know, that's it. I'm not paying for for anything more, for anything else. Look again, it depends a little bit on what the what sort of job it is, whether they're out of school or not, and so forth. The important thing is to recognise that usually those sorts of part time jobs don't earn that much. No, they're, um, they're humiliating, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's probably important for parents still to provide the basics. But say if the adolescent wants something, you know, the latest in whatever the wardrobe item is, and it is just beyond whatever the the parent is willing to spend, that's perhaps an item that a teenager would then use their own money that they've found. So you really wanted that badly, baby. you save for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so basic kind of wardrobe, food, things <laughs> required for school and so forth, it's still important that the parent is covering that. What mistakes do we make about teaching kids about money? Mm-hmm. In other words, it's the parent's role to teach their child about something. You know, we've got to try and pass on our wisdom, our learning, hopefully, yeah. to the child. But what mistakes do we make when we do that, when it comes to money? Yeah, I think the most important thing that parents need to be aware of is their own modelling. So what, how it is that they're using uh, money. You know, are they demonstrating to their child good saving? Um, are they demonstrating to their child how you deal with impulsivity? Oh, I failed already. <laughs> I failed already. <laughs> Look, and all, I think all parents make those mistakes. We can't be all perfect managers all of the time. But it's the if if that's happening on a regular basis, if um, if a parent is falling into debt uh, and talking to the child a lot about that and not demonstrating good principles of saving, budgeting and so forth, that's, that's certainly a lesson that the child will be picking up about how you handle money. That's another form of intergenerational debt, isn't it? The yeah. Parents who can't handle money teaching the bad skills to their child. Yeah, yeah. And almost entrenches poverty in a sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it can certainly do. Yeah. So let's go through the dot points again. There's no set age, but, but look for the signals. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's no set amount, but you are teaching lessons. The child is learning uh, by what you do, and they're learning from your example more than anything else. Yeah. So they're learning by what they see you do rather than w- what you what you say you should do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> if you say you say it's a good idea to save money, and you're trying to teach your child to do that, if you can demonstrate how you're doing that, how you're maybe not getting that extra uh, coffee in the morning or something like that um, in order to put money in the bank for something else that you want to you know do later, that's a great great lesson to teach a child. It's a tough gig being a parent. It is. certainly is. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Alina. <laughs> Thank you. Dr. Alina Moraska from the Triple P Positive Parenting Program. You've been listening to the Triple P Parenting Podcast from 612 ABC Brisbane. For more information, visit abc.net.au slash Brisbane.